Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. My name is Richard, and I'm the podcast announcer. Fred wanted to give me the title Head Sound Designer, but I reminded him I have a reputation to uphold. As Seven says, we won't be doing that anytime soon. I'm happy to announce the third season of the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. Fred is still the podcast host. The purpose of the podcast continues to be the exhortation, encouragement, and exploring the details of a passionate, growing, biblical, dynamic, and soul-satisfying prayer life. Prayer is the lifeline for Christians. The discipline of prayer leads us to glorify God, helps us in conforming to His eternal will, and part of our experiencing the blessings of eternal life here and now. Thank you for joining Free Range Preacher in our odyssey with God through prayer. And now, once again, here's our host, Fred. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this beautiful day. We do bless you and we praise you for your abundant goodness to us, your mercies that overflow to us in your great loving kindness. Today, Holy God, I want to bow before you and thank you for the children that you have given me. Heavenly Father, I can truly say that the lines have fallen to me in pleasant places because of the children you have granted this lowly slave. Holy God, I thank you for each of the lives and for the blessings they have been to myself and their mother their whole lives long. And I would pray and ask your mercies and your grace continually upon my heritage. Heavenly Father, you know my heart. You know my soul. You know that I say the lines have fallen to me in pleasant places and my heritage is beautiful to me. Thank you for them. Thank you for their faithful lives, especially their faithful lives of prayer. And I pray today that we would be able to communicate your word to everyone who needs encouragement and exhortation in their prayer lives. Thank you for childlike faith, and we thank you for childish prayers when our children are indeed children. We thank you for spiritual growth and spiritual maturity as well. We commit this time to you, Lord Jesus Christ, for your glorious name's sake, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. May you be magnified and your people be driven to our knees in sincere, consistent prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. My name is Fred, and I am the host of the podcast. It is an extra glorious honor and joy today to bring part two of the podcast interview that we had, that I had with my children a few weeks ago. And we started that podcast, if you'll remember, by talking about how they learned to pray. And it was different than I had anticipated, as was today's podcast. In part one, we saw how they picked up prayer, the practice of prayer, through the example of their dad, and that they learned the importance of prayer in the same way. And we left that episode off with a question that I asked for my babies. And the question was basically if they remembered any specific answers to prayers. Now, in my thinking, 
I was thinking of the trials and tribulations that we had while they were growing up. And both of them were quick to point out the fact that we actually didn't burden them with many of those struggles and with many of those struggles and circumstances. They could tell there was tension in the house and a couple times we did sit them down and talk about what might happen to our house. But they again both pointed out that we didn't draw them in to the degree that I was thinking we might have. And so they didn't fully get the stresses. So they didn't have any memories in the way I was thinking they might have memories about prayers and answers to prayers. But they did both remember specific prayers and specific answers to those prayers as they were growing up. And that was interesting as well. And I was reminded of several things during the podcast, during what you'll hear today. But a couple of things came up during our discussion that illustrate truths that we've talked about already. But we might put those questions into, number one, why do children pray childish prayers? That seems kind of silly. But the second, why does our faith change? My son witnessed the fact that he has less expectation now to positive answers to prayer than he did when he was a child. And there are reasons for that. And we're going to look at those reasons. And I did look at those reasons. I did talk about them when they were done talking. But my part of that podcast came a little bit muddled. So I took that part out and replaced it with this introduction. And obviously, children pray childish prayers because they are children. That is what's on their heart. You'll hear today that focus their concerns over a lost pet, the money for a ski pass for a day, and beanie babies. But that's what children think about. That's what their lives consist of. And that's why they pray about it. And the fact is, as you will hear, as simple as those prayers were, and as they look back on them, back on them and think of them as maybe childish, the truth is, those prayers they remembered, the answers they remembered, and that had a profound impact on them for their future relationship with Christ. And in fact, it has the same impact as our prayers, even though our prayers might be, as adults and parents, more solemn and more grown up, we might say. The impact for our children on their childish prayers are the same as the impact on our prayers. So if you have children, encourage and and support them in prayer. Make glorious the times that God answers those prayers. Yes, that will make a difference in their lives. And then we can also do that for our brothers and sisters in Christ, right? We need to support, exhort our brothers and sisters in Christ on prayer as well. And the quality of our faith also naturally grows and changes. Children are brought to the same comfort and peace and joy that we are again. I mentioned that earlier. And the second, though, is even more profound but because we have seen in subtle ways in the past when we watch in our prayers God say yes or yes with a twist or no or wait, that those answers help us learn about him, which is one of the reasons we pray. And you remember, if you've heard before, John seventeen three, and this is eternal life, that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. 
And so when God says yes, and when he says no, and what he says yes to, or how he moves to make, to answer our prayers a little bit differently than we thought of them, and we suddenly realize, oh, he has answered that prayer, not exactly the way I thought. He's showing who he is. And as our children pray, grow up praying, they learn about his power, his holiness, his faithfulness, his justice. Even in our discipline, he shows us his justice. And we know that giving God glory is the ultimate reason we pray. The chief reason we pray, one of them is that we would be conformed to his will. And we know from Romans 8 that he causes all things, God that is, to, to work together for the good of those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And he's in the process of teaching us about himself. And even as adults, we may pray, we may say, I need this job. And after a time, we learn because he may give us a job, but not this job. We learn what he's doing, how he's changing us, and how he brings us into places where we can not only do the work that we're called to do, but minister to people around us. So again, that's how we learn who he, who he is. That's how we enjoy eternal life because we begin to see what's important to him and then our prayers are modified. So, of course, our prayers as we grow older and become adults is, are more profound. So the results of those prayers are a little more scary. So it may seem that our faith is hit a little bit. It's really not. We're just learning how to pray more akin to his will. And it's a great privilege to encourage our babies to pray and to be examples to them to prayer. And we would love it if we can say with John in 3 John, I have no greater joy than this, than to hear of my children walking in truth. So as you see your children or as you see your fellow Christians struggle in prayer, remember that they are learning about God. They're experiencing that eternal life and what is important to him. Okay, that's enough from my part on this. And I do pray, as always, that this will make sense and will be an encouragement to you as well. So enjoy, if you would, the best part of my life, my babies, Cassie and Freddie. And the natural part of it is, too, well, I, re I really like that, too, because one of the things I thought of when we were growing up, as a couple, when you were growing up, and you guys know, you guys know my weaknesses as well, and my tendency to fret over things and worry about them. And in our lives, we've had, we've gone through lots and lots of trial. And, well, the first question is, given those weaknesses of mine that you know, a tendency to worry, do you ever remember any times when you were growing up that, that prayer helped, that made, it made a visible difference? Or was I just so worried all the time that nothing did? Well, I think with any, uh, I mean, I don't know what Freddie thinks, but sometimes we have very <laughs> differing um, memories <laughs> on things, but we were five years different. So I, I, I don't know. I, I remember at times feeling the stress of the circumstances. I remember the time, a few times, 
you know, where the reality of, you know, honestly, possibly losing the house was a reality, and you kind of sat down and talked us through that. I don't, I think, and now as a parent, as much as we try to allow our children to understand what's going on in our family so that when the Lord is faithful, no matter what, no matter how he answers, whether you lose the house or not, my, our God is good. And Amen. so we try to bring our kids into that um, a little bit, but at the same time, I don't want to, they're children, and so they shouldn't necessarily have, I don't right. feel like that burden. Right. Yeah, but I just, I have this one, I mean, for me, it was um, it was the pivotal moment in my life, and I don't know if you remember this, um, Tala had run away, and... That was our dog, by the way. That's our dog, sorry, yeah, our dog Tala had run away, and that was... That was the third point. child. That was the third child. <laughs> the second favorite, I'm the third. No, no longer Freddy, Tala, Cassandra, <laughs> R.I.P. Tala. <laughs> um, and Tala had run away, and you guys had just had to, at the, it was like, it culminated, I don't know timing-wise, because I have a poor memory. It culminated as well with, what was that guy's name, uh, who stayed with us for a while? Greg. Greg. Jackson. Uh, no, Greg. And, was uh, that his last name? No, we no. probably shouldn't give his last name on the podcast anyway. Well, then it is Jackson. Okay. And no. that could I know. I'm just teasing. Yeah, it is Jackson. Yeah, it is Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jackson. Craig. Uh, gosh, no, I don't even remember his name. Uh, you, had, you had finally had to tell Craig Jackson. Craig, Greg. <laughs> Whatever. You you'd had to tell him he was not... He was going to continue, I think, at that point. He was not going to reconcile the, the relationship he needed to, and, and so you needed to make that cut with him at that point. And we loved him. And so I remember him leaving, and I remember him leaving me a letter, and I was really sad about that. And then the, the dog was gone, and I, I was devastated. We, we, I must have been at least 10 or 11 at this point. We'd had the dog for quite a few years, and then emotional, and probably didn't understand everything that was going on just physically as a kid anyway, and emotionally. But the dog had been gone for at least a week, and I remember praying constantly for this and that the Lord would bring her back, that the Lord would bring her back. And we had, Mom had come home and said, okay, we're going to go to the pound, Freddie, and Mom and I got, got in the Jeep Wagoneer, still my dream car, and went to the pound. She said, this is our last time at the pound. So we went to the pound. I don't think we, we hadn't even gone to the pound. We were going to. It was going to be the last one. And mom said, let's drive around the neighborhood one more time. So we drove around the neighborhood. And I, I, I mean, I have a terrible memory, but this is, this is like when this solidified everything, like it was just one culminating moment. Mom says, oh, look, that's the house that we used to do Rake Up Boise for that sweet older lady. They've changed it. I wonder what it looks like in the back. Let's go look. And I was in tears anyway at this point. I was frustrated that she would even be doing this. What a stupid time to do this. And I kid you not, we. It's such a mom around. move. It's such a mom move, right? Like, let's here's go look your daughter devastated. Let's go look at this backyard because we're nosy and that's what we got to do. So we go and we hadn't even, we'd gotten right as the fence, wood fence ended into the alleyway where it became a wire fence. And there is our dog. There's Tala in the back of this yard. And I. I jumped out of the car before she'd even stopped. I lost it. I couldn't even believe that this dog, and we went around and we unlocked the gate. <laughs> Talk about Boise, Idaho, and 
the 90s. We unlocked that door and we took that dog. And I remember that night going home and just, it was not lost on me that that was A, an answer to prayer, <laughs> that B, the God of the universe cared that my dog was gone. And C, that was it. I was all in. Like, it all came together in just, in just a, a lost dog and his sovereignty and understanding. Like, it was such a mom move. But if, the Holy Spirit hadn't put that on our heart. We would never, have, we would never have found that dog because that guy lied and told us he'd put up signs, and he had never put up signs. And I'm pretty sure he was planning on keeping her. Yeah, yeah, she was. He was going to keep her. He was pretty shocked when we came to get her choker chain. He was not happy about that either. Um, so I remember that vividly in prayer. That being for me, um, aside from the family times where I knew that something was going on, or we knew specifically, hey, you know, this is a possibility. Um, I don't. I think you guys probably did a fairly good job of trying to protect us, maybe from your worry. I don't think I realized how much you worried, honestly, until I was uh, in college. As a child, I just I never picked up on right. that worry. And then we saw so many times between friends who paid for me to play softball when we couldn't afford it, um, the dog being found. And we never lost our house, even though, you know, there were one or two times where, you know, you had at least taken the opportunity to tell us to prepare us if something happened. And we saw job losses and, and then God provide. And so I just, I don't remember um, being aware of the of the anxiousness um, okay. from you as a kid. I don't know about Fred. You're more astute than me. <laughs> not really, because I do not remember that story. I didn't have, I've never, I don't even remember that. You do no. not remember that? No, uh -uh. remember when Paula got lost? Uh -uh. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. She was gone for a while. Yeah. yeah. She was gone for a while because I remember you specifically. That guy was like, all right, put up signs. And you're like, really? I've never seen that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been looking for it for like at least a week or two. Right. So. What a cool story. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, similarly, I don't think I remember too much of the super hard decisions you know that always seem to be enough and i'm sure that you and mom carried i know that you and mom carried a lot of that worry mm -hmm. for us and from us and yeah i i first time prayer seemed to yeah i think when i was younger that is a lot of what prayer was to me it was like something's wrong i should pray so that was oh, at right. least um you know given to me as an example um and I think when I was younger, I was able to pray with expectation a lot more than I do to, to hey, uh, I don't know if that's a lack of faith or just, um, hmm. uh, when I was younger, things kind of, like you said, kind of, things kind of worked out. They happened. We had friends that blessed us in great ways and blessed me in great ways. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. It's always sunny on your side of the street, pal. <laughs> yeah, that really, it really is. Um, yeah, no, you have a, a position follows you, yeah, yeah. And so that, yeah, that's an interesting. Well, yeah, and, yeah. But yeah, that, I guess I have little memories of that. And dad, I, I'm sure you've shared this or not, but the, our little prayer that Jacer and I made in the drive-thru, we wanted this certain Beanie Baby, shout out to the 90s when Beanie Babies were all the rage. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they said they were out of this one and we got it. They had two left or whatever they said. I don't know. But those oh, were, that's um, awesome. so that, that's, that's cool. a memory that I, I, I have. And then, 
remember one time I really wanted to go skiing and mm-hmm. couldn't afford a lift ticket, so I was looking all over for changing quarters and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found a whole roll of quarters in the slug bug. Um, nice. So I had 10 bucks, and I think the night pass was like 12 or something like that. Or Anyway, so there's moments like that that I definitely do remember um, wanting something. So maybe it maybe it's more of a childish prayer. But, um, yeah, I, I would agree with Cassandra that I don't think I was really aware of, and especially me being that much younger than you, I was yeah. even yeah, more unaware sure. of, of some of the trials. Yeah, yeah. And that's the uh, point. We tried to be as transparent and about as careful as well. We didn't right. like run around, and, you know, everything's a disaster. Uh, but yeah. that's interesting as well because when you – when the other encouragement that I try to give everybody as they're starting to pray and at various times in our lives is we can pray what's on our heart. Mm -hmm. God knows and he hears and he wants to hear that from us. So when you talk about the dog coming back or beanie babies or money for the ski pass, those are important things. It's not a childish thing. Right. Because you were, because you were a child. It was an important thing. And yeah. the Lord answers those kind of prayers. And there are some teachers that I have heard that will give you categories of things that we shouldn't pray about. I don't huh. think that's right. I think God right. wants to hear from your heart what you want and need. And he will, in time, either answer that prayer, yes, no, or wait. But while he's doing that, he will teach you. Because you may, you may, like these days, you would not pray for a beanie baby anymore. You know what I'm saying? Your prayers are, right. are probably reserved for the things that are more and more important to you. And your grandma, my mom, I prayed for lots of things when I was younger, but I didn't pray for 30 years for them. Right. And so yeah. when you're talking about grandma and her salvation, that's the kind of thing that, that the Lord teaches us and that we keep hanging on to. But mm-hmm. along the way, he answered a lot of what I would now consider silly press. Yeah. Because he, he, he showed us. I am listening. I am going right. to answer. So those are actually those are actually good memories. Those are good those are good things to hang your hat on. Apologize. No, I had a, another kind of silly one for Freddie too. We used to watch a, a kind of a scary show all the time. And I didn't realize you guys were both so brave that I watched it without thought of how you might be feeling. Uh, the X-Files, uh, and then later, you, at least you, Freddie, confessed that there were times that you were pretty scared. Did you ever pray during those times? Heck no. <laughs> I got under the covers. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely did enjoy them. I've been watching through them again. I definitely did enjoy them, and it's kind of crazy re-watching them, how, how much I remember, because I, I mean, I've never, now that they're on. They are on Hulu. There's our Hulu plug. There you go. Um, yeah, just how much I remember about them and the moments. I remember the moments. Um, right. How scared so, you? Um, yeah. So I don't. I don't really remember praying when I was scared of things like that. No, I just, you know, just like every kid, yeah. just kind of sweated perhaps, it out under the covers right. till it passed out. Yeah. And perhaps because it wasn't real, there there wasn't, you know, that inner need to pray either. Uh, yeah. And so I wanted to, I think I would like to do this again, but for tonight, 
what I was, what I, there's a couple of things that I wanted to run by you guys, three actually. And the first one is, there's some things that are, that have kind of come, that not kind of, that have come to me since I've started doing the podcast. And one of them is, I've come to believe with my whole heart, mind, and soul, and strength that when we pray, that's the most tangible way Christians display our faith. And if you think about what faith is, Hebrews 11.1 and 11.6, believing the things we don't see, the assurance of things not seen, and the belief for in, in verse 6 that we believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. So when we talk about what faith is in its basic definition in Scripture, it occurred to me that when we pray, we are displaying our faith more clearly than most other times in our lives. What do you guys think about that? Thank you for listening. You can see how blessed I am. It's beyond measure with his gracious gifts of my beautiful heritage my children, and my family. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you and to make his face to shine upon you in peace, his peace beyond everything that we can think or imagine. Thank you for listening. The ministry prays the Lord will use this episode as he chooses to enhance our prayer lives to the glory of God. If you would like to contact us with questions or comments or even personal testimonies on prayer, you can contact us at freerangeprayer at gmail.com, Facebook, Free Range Preacher Ministries, Instagram, Free Range Ministries, Twitter, at Preacher Range. If you have any voiceover needs, you can contact Richard Durrington at richarddurrington.com or email at durringtonr at gmail.com. Fred and I wish to once again just say thank you for listening.